So there is a simple message about understanding psychology as a science. A very simple message indeed. It's a puzzle, it's a riddle that hasn't been solved by anybody in the literature of psychology, philosophy, or religion. And so what I'm interested to talk about is recognizing that we have a need to understand behavior, to understand behavior scientifically, to understand what psychology is about, to understand what religion is about, what philosophies are about. And these are all the meaningful messages about understanding oneself, behavior, and simply it does not exist. There is no clarity today. We have a psychology which is agnostic and medicalized, which has the unconscious as creating conflict, diagnosis as symptoms, uh, classes of symptoms that don't help a person to understand oneself. We have psychological assessments that do not measure anything about emotions, that give you a few letters, cryptic letters that are meaningful to psychologists as statisticians without any meaning for the person who was taking the testing. And forget about religions. Religions are confusing. They're not giving you a clarity about what is the universality of morality or values. My six-year-old was saying, you know, why do we have so many gods? You know, I was explaining to him that there are different ways of resolving conflict. So all of these riddles can be responded to by having identifying the scientific understanding of the unconscious by looking at how it manifests itself in all creativity. All creativity, all stories, they have something universal about them, which is the plot of stories. The plot of stories is where the answer is to understand psychology, religion, morality. The plot of stories, for whatever reason, is escaping attention. And people are focusing on stories, the content of stories. And the content of stories is like all these religions are stories. All these religions are fairy tales, metaphors. And all the theories of psychology are stories, metaphors, about what is the unconscious, what is Freud's version of the unconscious, and so on. So we have here a scientific breakthrough, which is shifting paradigms from understanding behavior as a science by examining the structure of the thought process as this manifests in all stories, the plot of stories. I come from Athens, Greece, and a fellow Athenian was Aristotle, who very clearly identified what the structure of the thought process is by observing it in the study of Greek tragedies. And he really understood the plot of stories. He understood the essence of psychology. And in the plot of stories, he observed there is continuity of action. There is a beginning as a conflict, as a hubris, arrogance. There is a middle part of a peripetia, which means an adventure, 
and then there is a resolution, which is justice. And all of this is an experience that is transforming energy as catharsis. Well, this is the key word of my science of behavior. Catharsis is a cleansing, is a transformation of energy. The conflict of the arrogance of hubris, which is an emotionally upsetting experience, that we're experiencing it as unpleasure, as suffering, as pain, as trouble. Well, this is energy. Emotions are energy. It's like the pendulum being lifted up from its position of rest, and it swings back and forth unconsciously, and there is a process in the unconscious. There's a software which guides this energy transformation, and this energy transformation goes back and forth three times, and it moves as an attitude transformation from passivity to activity, from antagonism to cooperation, from alienation to mutual respect. Now, these are the three principles that have been identified as the operations of restoring balance in the trace of a scale. So the unconscious is programmed to resolve conflict spontaneously. And the reason it is programmed like this is because the unconscious wants to reduce the pain, the displeasure of conflict, and lead to an attitude change as an adjustment. And this attitude change is defined relationally by these equilibrial operations, the formal operations of the scale. So we call resolution as mastery, cooperation, and mutual respect, which are related to conflict as passivity, antagonism, and alienation. So here is the secret of transforming energy. And although we are just philosophical with Aristotle talking about catharsis, now we know very clearly this transformation of energy in the kingdom of the plants. And we know about what is called photosynthesis, the transformation of energy from solar energy to the synthesis that plants are programmed to accomplish, which is transforming solar energy to synthesis of chemical substances, creating sugar, creating proteins, creating food. And the mind is in a similar predicament, transforming energy of conflict, like solar energy, and transforming it into moral growth, into personal emotional pleasure, into adjustment in sociology. And so I call it psychosynthesis parallel to photosynthesis. So here we have the simplicity of what we have to learn to, learn to recognize in the study of the creative process as reflecting the unconscious as a simple mechanism of transforming energy, conflict to resolution. And conflict to resolution is morality. Morality is the adjustment to social norms, all sorts of norms that are defined by religions as what is acceptable, normative institution. And these are weird 
particular ways of resolving conflict. There are different value systems in every religion. And religions have discovered the idea of resolving conflict in many different particular ways. And so here I have to have a parenthesis and say that we have a mechanism of transforming energy, but the unconscious has different modalities of resolving conflict. We have four different ways of leading from a conflict to a resolution. And we know these as personality types, and we also know them as the personalities of the prophets, which uh, led to the articulation of different values of the alternative religions. So we can begin with these four personality types of the Wizard of Oz, the characters who are walking on the yellow brick road to find out what is wrong with them, asking help from the wizard. And these are the characters of the Scarecrow, and the Tin Man, the Lion, and Dorothy. And these are representing really the four alternative ways of resolving conflict. But we have the same different personality types in the personalities of the advocates of religions. So Hercules is resolving conflict in the Greek way. And he's not a very happy person at the end as he's a victim. We have Moses who was fished out of the Nile River, who didn't have a parent that he knows of, he was brought as a prince of Egypt. We have Ishmael who was abandoned by his father and his mother was his support in the desert. And we have Jesus who was born in a barn. And so all of these are different personality types. And we all have to recognize that they have different religions as a result of their own personal personality, relational ways of resolving conflict. So what I'm talking about, making behavior into the science, into moral science, is recognizing the importance of a scientific mechanism of resolving conflict, transforming energy, and transforming it to alternative types of conflict resolution. And these resolutions are very important as diagnosis of wellness, personality differences, but also they're useful in understanding the different religions that become normative systems to which we're hostages were hostages were prisoners of particular moral paradigms depending where we were born. So this is my introduction to the formal theory as the science of conflict resolution and learning that this is a pure scientific phenomenon governed by laws of physics and logic. The pendulum oscillation is one of these laws and the equilibrium principles of the scale is the other. Thank you. Bye-bye.